Keelan McKamey. This is Jen Allen. We are here. We're finally back. We're here. We're here. We're we here. We haven't done one of these videos in a couple of months. And today we're going to talk about business plans. The business plan is an important aspect of what we do. Is it overrated nowadays? What do you think? Uh, in some ways, yeah. I think the traditional business plan and how people think of a business plan and it's a book this big. Mm -hmm. I think that's overrated. It's not going to get you where you need to go. Right. So a lot of times when folks come in new, we just encourage them to take one or two activities from what they think their plan is going to be. Mm -hmm. And let's just focus on executing on those few activities and get all of the support, infrastructure, technology, you know, whatever else set up yeah. to just focus on those couple of activities. And then after they have a few deals under their belt, hey, okay, let's let's uh, build, the, let's think about the business plan. Let's let's, yeah. let's expand this out a little bit. But what happens is that, is that folks come in and sometimes they'll build these big business plans with no intention of actually doing any of it. They're just obsessed with the plan. <laughs> they think they have the intention. They believe that they have, yeah, <laughs> they believe that they, they believe that, like, we'll tell them, we'll talk about the vital few. We'll talk about those few key activities that drive business and that actually result in, in uh, a positive result. And they'll say, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, that's great. But first, but first let, let me, me build this. Let me build this gigantic plan and learn everything. To perfection. To perfection before <laughs> I start to go do anything. And that is the kiss of death. It's, we've talked about it in other videos with perfection, being yeah. trying to be a perfectionist. But um, I think it all stems from, we're talking about business plans. It stems from a mindset that I have to have everything perfect with my plan, with my plan before I will take action on any part of my plan. Yeah. And it's, it's, I've seen it with, it usually happens with really smart people. Yeah. Like they want, they want to get. Well, they have an MBA and they've come out and they know about business plans and they know how businesses run and they've learned all these keys, but they're not actionable items and they're not the 80, 20. They're not doing the key. Right. We're not slamming MBAs because we're both MBAs, yeah. but <laughs> we know. Yeah, but, I'm a recovering yeah. perfectionist. I'm a recovering, <laughs> yeah, MBA. So hi, my name is Jen, and I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they're not focused on the 80 20. They're not focused, and I would argue nowadays with technology, it's 90 90 10. Yeah. So 10% of the agents are doing 90% uh, of the business. I would say 10% of the activities that we actually do result in 90% of the positive, you know, revenue outcome. So it's, I think it's it's become a little more extreme. Mm -hmm. And because all of this information is coming at us all the time in the industry. So many shiny, shiny objects. Yeah, when we, t when we try to get folks to focus on the vital few, the, the 10%, they not only have to pick, and we have to help them pick what's your 10%, they also have to yeah. say no to a thousand other things. And that's what's hard, mm -hmm. is, is that they'll come in, they'll try something for one week, two weeks, three weeks, Heck, they might try something for six weeks. They don't get the result they want, so they stop. And they said, that didn't work, so I'll go to this next thing. And so they never really, their plan is to, they're I guess, they're jumping. They're jumpers. They get bored. They get bored. They're not able to stick with it, even though it's boring. And they likely are quitting right before it's successful. Right. Yeah. And I think the, the variety in executing on a few key 10% activities lies in the relationships with the other person and how mm -hmm. fun that is, that interaction. I think business plans are overrated. I think I think folks need to come in, let's get them executing on a couple of things, get them some immediate success, mm -hmm. pull some of that money back off those first few commissions, 
where they can do some some marketing to the people they already know, like and trust, mm -hmm. so that they have a, <clears throat> a larger ROI on their sphere. Yeah, you know, off of those first two deals, and that's my yeah. opinion. I think that's and then, and then start the business plan, kind of. Even the business plan now, like the traditional business plan, is not doesn't it's not nothing's traditional anymore. It's yeah. more strategic, more strategic, more social media, more. Right. How do you take the online stuff to offline relationships? That's how yeah. I think about it. And it's starting with those smaller steps. I think also uh, one of the reasons people who create those big, complicated business plans tend to jump around is they feel this sense of that's a to-do list almost, and okay, I, got, I have to check it all off. I have to check it all off. They feel good. And so they feel it's good a, that they're checking off the list, but they're not moving forward. I wonder if it's, I'm not an expert on this, but I wonder if it's like a dopamine kind of rush. Oh, probably. To get something fresh, house. something new. Check it off yeah. my list. Yeah. Yeah, for those of us who are list, list makers. People. List makers. It but feels the, good to check stuff off your list, and you feel kind of guilty when you don't. But the, the trick to that, and I think you do this, I don't know, maybe, uh, is that you do... <laughs> You do the most important things in the morning, mm -hmm. the big rocks. Eat the frog. Eat the frog. And then you still have your daily list. That's oh, yeah. kind of your whirlwind list. Your, yes. your, it can get moved to the next day. Like your, like your, your mom list. Yes. Like you're running around like crazy. My mom and, list is huge. Yeah. And it's, it's a whirlwind. If you start with the whirlwind, you never get to the big rocks. You never get to the 10%. Yeah. And, and, and people, like we talk about it with our agents when they come in and we 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 try to get them to buy into the idea mm -hmm. that there's a there's a ten percent vital few set of activities that lead to success. Yeah. If they don't buy it, they may buy into it like conceptually. Conceptually, like oh yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Sense, yeah, yeah, that ten percent. Yeah, I get that. I need to do that. And then they after I do this, 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 this. after I do all the stuff in the whirlwind, right? <laughs> and so they acknowledge some some acknowledge it kind of academically and mm -hmm. say, oh yeah, I need to, and look at it as yet another task that they have to think about. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not that way at all. You can actually work 30 hours a week or 40 hours a week and make five times more money. You just learn focus. what to say yes to and what to say no to. Yeah. So we're talking about business plans. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I think it all ties in. Yeah. So we think wait to do the business plan. Like wait till they have some deals, some money. You get Especially to... new agents. See what it's really about. I mean, my my business plan changes every year mm -hmm. because I know more mm -hmm. about the flow and, and mm -hmm. how yeah. how my year has gone, how my deals are going as far as the timing right. and all and it, that. The only, the only thing that I would say that comes to mind is that if it's changing a little bit, it's usually changing around the edges, right? It's yes. not changing overall. No, it's so, usually becoming more efficient. Right. So after, like, say you're in November, December, and you're going through business plans, I know you're doing that, mm -hmm. going through and you're looking at everything. The first thing, uh, if you've had some success, if you've closed 20, 25 deals, 30 plus deals, go back to every single closing and look mm -hmm. to see where that deal came from. Yeah. And then triple down on those yes. activities yeah. first before you add one or two extra things. Cause I see, I also see agents who are successful, who are really good and like, now what do I want to do? And they could probably do, they could probably keep adding stuff and do okay. Yeah. But if they went back and said, Oh, I got this, I got those two deals from the, from the PTA board. Yeah. Interesting. You know, to, to, to go to five X, seven X on, on your business plan, yeah. it's not about 
getting it, it's important to get new clients it's important to get repeat clients but the yeah. real magic is in referrals from those past clients yeah. they may not sell again for seven years but they know they may know seven people right. within word that mouth, seven years word who, of mouth is going to be the yeah. least expensive way to reach new clients yeah so it's a trap like yeah. it's when you're new there's a thousand traps when you're a new agent when you're successful and you see some success there's there's another million traps mm -hmm. i see that as a big trap for yeah. For people when they're looking at their business plan, they're like, "What do I do now? I'm going to do something." Let me try new. something totally new next year, and it's it's like, well, yeah. how about first you look at what worked, how to plus that, yeah. how do you make that work even better? Because it's already working for you for some reason. Let's say that you're six months, twelve months in, mm -hmm. and now, and you've had some success, you've closed a handful of deals, and now, and then you sit down with me, you sit down with Jen, and you say, "I want to build a business plan," and we go, "Great." Ooh, yeah, let's think about it. You peeled some money off the commission did, for your marketing for the rest of the year, whatever. Yeah, we hope you've done that yeah. as you've gone through those first deals. Please start putting money away in anticipation of a future business plan and marketing plan. Yeah, reinvest. reinvest Get that. into that habit yeah. very quickly. So the first thing, um, what are some main aspects of a business plan? And the first, the first idea when you're getting into business plan mode is just to understand the basic economics. Mm -hmm. Understand how many contacts it takes, how many contacts you need to make a week that lead to leads, which is someone who wants to buy or sell mm -hmm. uh, or refer to you, how many appointments you get from those leads, uh, how many li listings, buyer, seller listings, how many under contracts, how many solds, and then, you know, you kind of have to just be aware mm -hmm. of, we have little spreadsheets for all the stuff that you just plug in the numbers, but just being aware of where that stuff comes from. I mean, it's kind of goes to our point before, once you have a year under your belt or two years, you go back to what worked and, and triple down on that. Mm -hmm. It's boring to do that probably because like, oh, I've already done that. Yeah. But that's what the that's where the magic is. So, but I, the first thing is understanding the economics. It can free up your time though to do other more fun things in your life. Non-real estate. Ah! <laughs> There's fun non-real estate things to do. Have a life. Hello. <laughs> Get a life, people. Um, <laughs> But just understanding your tagline, get a life, life, people. <laughs> Real estate's not the most important thing. It's not. It's really not. Um, so, under, any thoughts on the economics? The conversion piece, yeah. of it, I think, is tracking the conversion rate of certain activities. Mm -hmm. Now, keeping in mind all of the stuff we're talking about with business planning, if you don't have folks in a database, that's kind of step zero. Oh, step one. Step zero or one, yeah. Build a database. Put, put people's names, addresses, phone numbers, and emails into something like an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. You can use a... You should be doing that while you're taking the licensing course. Yeah. So in my, in my humble opinion. Spreadsheet, yeah. Get a list. So build a list. We teach get to two, 200 names of people who know, like, and trust you as fast as you can. Doesn't even don't think of these people as they're going to do real estate deals with me or not right now. Just get I them. Worry about that. Get them. Get your list of two hundred people who know I can trust you. Again, referrals are where the magic is. So they, these people don't have to do business with you right now. Yeah. Don't write them off if they're doing business with somebody else that that you know in the moment either. Sure, they might still be a good source of referrals. Yeah, they because might they might have a negative business with you because you're not licensed yet. They also may not be doing business with you because they're you're a friend and yeah. they just don't do business with friends. And I get that. Don't write off your friends because they're not doing business with you. No. That's a silly reason to, to cut them out of your right. life. It is. <laughs> so we talked about economics. We talked about 
um, just understanding those numbers, having some tools. And then any thoughts on that anymore? Um, conversions? That's really your baby. Oh, my alarm's going off. <laughs> alarm's going off. So the next, the next most important thing is um, having a lead generation program. So this is the most important part of your business plan. If you have a business plan, it's, uh, you know, what you're going to do uh, to get leads. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you can generate leads and there's hundreds of ways to generate leads, if you can generate enough leads, you're going to be fine as a, as any sales business. Yeah. So conversion is a different conversation, but just, uh, having Bring a, them into the top of the funnel. Yeah. Got to get those leads. Yeah, absolutely. And the agent is the architect of their lead generation program. They have to feel like they've got ownership of it and that they're building it and they're, it is because they, it's, no one else can do it for you. Buy, yeah. Buying leads, that so, puts everything into somebody else's hands, really. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're difficult. There's, they're, it's more difficult to convert those leads. It's more work. Yeah. Some people are very good at it. You should know that if you're buying leads from somebody, that there is a different, um, you know, what does that take? How many hours, how many touches does that take to actually convert them versus if you're working with your sphere, if you're working with people you know, who know, like, and trust you, there's, there's a difference. So it's about really knowing where those lead sources are and how much time it takes to convert them. Whatever your lead generation plan is, you need to have um, a real reality check in mm -hmm. how much it's going to cost and what the time frame, the process is for handling those leads. If you're buying leads mm -hmm. and trying to convert them, that's going to be very different than if you're working with your sphere, with people right. who know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. And so having, like, not romanticizing either of those. Right. And having a, a real sense of what it takes. Yeah, if you mail out 3,000 direct mail pieces consistently twice a month, you will get a deal. Mm -hmm. The question is, how much money is that going to take? You know, internet yeah. leads cost a lot of money now. The, the quality of internet leads has gone down consistently yeah. over the last couple of years. It's cheaper to, to market to people who you already, you already know. For those people who are marketing those leads, those internet leads to you as an agent, they can mm -hmm. be really... Um, Really persuasive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they want so, to put you on the first page of Google. Yeah, and yeah. They're the only ones who know how. <laughs> yeah, when somebody calls you, tells you, I can get you on the first that page of Google. No. Just hang up. <laughs> Say, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, also, too, um, you know, just simplifying all of this business plan stuff. You know, uh, I know I, I listened to a, a video by Greg Harrelson on the internet, and he he just summed it up pretty simply. He's because he, he, he's coached agents over the years, and he's just like, just just answer, you know, what do you want? Um, how are you going to do it? Who's going to help you uh, achieve your, you know, plan? And when are you going to, when's when are you going to have everything done? Mm -hmm. So what, how, who, and when? Mm -hmm. If you can answer those four questions, that you can have a business plan on one sheet of paper, yeah, and then go out and actually implement work, and you know, because but but most people don't want to work. Yeah. They want to build plans and think <laughs> about stuff. So, and with the internet and the internet leads and paying for internet leads and doing all this stuff, oh, it's, so it's, it's even easier nowadays not to work. So if you find someone who kind of has that Michael Jordan mentality mm -hmm. of, I'm just going to go out and meet this many people and I'm going to come up with 10 creative ways or five creative ways to meet uh, 50 people a week. If they just do that, 
they would blow away anybody with a massive plan. Right. Because the plan is not focusing on those vital few things that you need to be doing necessarily. You're focusing mm -hmm. on the plan itself. Mm -hmm. um, I like the idea of starting with the, um, the time frame. Because I think some people, they make these year-long plans, and yeah. that's very inundating. Yeah. Um, I like starting with, you know, a 90-day plan. Right. And then figuring out the who, the what, the, okay, what can I get done in 90 days? And mm -hmm. you're going to feel, if you can stick with it for 90 days, you're going to feel good about, yeah. I stuck with that for 90 days, you're going to see some kind of results as right. long as you have the right who that's helping you along, I think. So you start with the, you, you shorten the time frame, yes. and you and you work, your goals are in quarters, your goals are mainly by quarter. Yeah, think of a, and kind of like back a into quarterly it project. And something yeah. that once you've got it going, mm -hmm. can kind of continue on mm -hmm. for you the rest of the year, that mm -hmm. you can monitor, not, you know, not necessarily something that stops at 90 days. So for example, mm -hmm. um, we were talking earlier about newsletter. Uh -huh. So think about, Okay, my goal is in 90 days, I'm going to have a newsletter that's going out to people. Mm -hmm. And then backtrack. Okay, who is it going to go out to? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Where am I going to find those people? How who, am I gonna I need, get... who do I need to talk to who has had a successful <clears throat> newsletter? Go how out. am I going to get all their emails? How do I get their what, emails? What am I going to say when I, how am I going to, you know, communicate with them and yeah. touch base with them? And, yeah. How am I going to bring value? What, what? What my newsletter look like? Yeah, you can research. There's uh, places out there who have newsletters that are pre-created, mm -hmm. and you've probably seen some of them. And think about the ones you get, and which ones are valuable to you. Mm -hmm. What makes you click? What makes you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and we them? we have a newsletter system where if the agent doesn't want to do anything, we can send out a newsletter to all of their database on their behalf with mm -hmm. their branding and their phone number and all of that. Yeah. Um, or if they want to customize it a little bit, mm -hmm. they can come into the office, do a 30-second uh, little video thing that says, hey, you know, just uh, wanted to send this local market information to you if you have any questions yeah, uh, or need any help with real estate, you know, give me a call. Just, you know, 20, 30-second video. So we can help semi-customize yeah. the stuff for them. So we take a lot of the what, who, and how, and yeah. when out of, we just solve a lot of that. Yes. So they just need to find the people. And figure out they need the names. How they're going to get the email emails. addresses? Mm -hmm. And um, they need and the they names, need the, names, the emails, and then the who for us is our marketing admin person mm -hmm. who, you know, who will basically do a lot, do a lot of ninety eight percent of this work for them. Yeah. And so, but we've answered those questions for them. So if the agent has another lead generation activity they want to do, they just have to go through that process and answer all four yeah. questions. And that could be, you know. A 90-day goal mm -hmm. or a 60-day goal or a 30-day goal if you say mm -hmm. in 30 days I'm gonna have I'm gonna figure out a way to get the email addresses for these people mm -hmm. so that I can be ready for the next newsletter that mm -hmm. goes out for my company mm -hmm. that's yeah, yeah. so and you then once what you, you feel good you check that off the list and yeah. then you just as you meet people you get those emails and add them in yeah you know what you need to do you need to get your list built you know who's gonna help you it's a marketing admin you know when it's gotta be because we do it every month and then mm -hmm. you know the how we've done a lot of that for them, yeah. but part Don't of the, reinvent the wheel. part of the how is hey, come in and do a thirty second video. Yeah, you easy. know, easy cheesy. Easy. So, <laughs> so all of this is part of a long game. So, 
all these little things add up. Yeah. We're, you can't do a bunch of big, gigantic things in a business plan and consistently implement. It has to be. You have time for that. Small little <laughs> things that you can come in and do every day. And then what I found is agents do pretty good if they can get it on their calendar. Yes. And they do they do pretty good with follow-up and, and the activity if they calendar it. Mm-hmm. If they don't commit to the time frame. Other things. The whirlwind. The whirlwind takes over. And I like your thing. of I would say, I would even take it if they're a new agent. I would take it down to a, every week. Mm-hmm. Like this week. This week. We're going to do this. And we do this with our agents for the first 60 days. We say, okay, week one. We do it by day, actually. Yeah. Day one, I need to do this. Day two, oh gosh, I need to start building my database list. Yeah. You know, and it's literally, we take it down to what do I need to do today? Mm-hmm. And then they can start what I call, um, just start developing their schedule, yeah. you know, figure it out, like crack the code on their, their own in, individual schedule mm-hmm. for when to do all this stuff. Because it's yeah. going to come up again next month. And write it in your planner. Yeah. Right? Or whatever you use to track your, your time and, yeah. uh, and kind of time hack. You got to figure you out. You got a time hack. Okay, if I have 15 minutes, which of these activities that I have on my calendar can I knock out in 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. After you eat the frog, after you right. do the big. And, and so what happens is after, let's say, let's say an agent answers all four questions and they get one activity going, mm-hmm. okay? Usually when they're brand new, is they at least do two activities. Mm-hmm. We'll add the other three or four or five later in the year when we build your plan. But let's say they answer those things and then you don't see anything happening with them. Mm-hmm. Um, usually what happens is that People in general, um, and agents are people, hello. So people in general will a lot of times invent uh, built-in, they have built-in excuses. Mm -hmm. And they creatively avoid the 10%. We can be so creative. We can be so creative. So we have training for the new agents three days a week when they're brand new for the first 60 days. Mm -hmm. So you could have an agent that could come in and they could say, man, you guys have everything laid out for me. I just need to go home and work on this. Mm -hmm. And I'll try to keep up and do everything. Or or you could have someone who might look at that and go, "Um, well, I couldn't do, I couldn't build my database list because I was in training. Right. It's a mindset thing. Yeah. So it, and that's my only time. That and that's I my only time I could do it. It's total BS. Build my database. <laughs> right. So you can hear it in people's language. Like they'll they'll come up with built-in excuses. One of them is, "Oh, my plan's too big," or "Oh, I didn't have enough time," or, "Or we've heard them all." Yeah. We've heard them all. So and so was sick. So you got to plan for. Yeah. You got to plan for life to happen. Everything I do. Yeah. I plan that something's going to pop up that I can't control. So let me work on what I can control so that when those things pop up, mm-hmm. I'm not completely derailed. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, people, agents will sometimes make their business plans too complicated so that they know they can't uh, actually implement any of it. And they say, oh, it's just too hard. I don't know that. Oh, it's too difficult. And that, <laughs> this is why we see such a high failure rate in real estate. Um, here's another one. Some people will pick another person to blame uh-huh yes so that they don't have to do their 10 percent. and we i've seen that before over the several you know the past i didn't years. i wasn't able to do that because somebody else didn't do their part well once that happens and that you have to kind of look in the mirror and say well maybe maybe it's on me yeah maybe i'm the one who didn't do my part by yeah. picking the right person to help me maybe i need to yeah. pick another person yeah absolutely i mean you what if you accept responsibility that's a good thing. If 
but here's the deal. People are very creative when it comes to coming up with reasons why they couldn't achieve something. And I don't want to sound heartless, but it's the truth, though. Yeah. It's the total truth. Well, we could pat them on the back all the time and say, of course, of course. And they would mm-hmm. never get any business done. And then who would they blame? They probably blame us. Yeah. They didn't They didn't guide me in a way that helped me actually get business. Right. But we were nice. Yeah. And- well, we're, we're, here's the deal. <laughs> we're, here's the deal. Here's the real deal. Like, we're a ninja selling company. And so all we do is teach ninja. And all ninja selling is... Um, it was started by Larry Kendall up in with a group in Fort Collins. All all ninja selling is is basic skills, mm-hmm. mindset, skill set, actions that you take to follow a system. That's all we teach. So we don't tell the agents how to do it. No. We tell them <clears throat> what has been proven to succeed. We help them discover why they want to do what they do, like what's mm-hmm. driving them, and then the how is on them, like the creative yeah. part, like what... We'll help them brainstorm. How am I going to do this business? Here's what, some other things other people have done. What are my five or ten things I'm going to do? How am I going to do this? How am I going to build my real estate company? That's on them. Because it's very that's individual. Exciting. And that's exciting. Yeah. Um, They're an independent contractor in the end of, in the end yeah. of things. But you, you can hear it in folks' language, whether or not they take ownership or whether or not they look to an external mm-hmm. source as, as reasons why they weren't able to do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen that a lot. Yeah. And, you know, if you, because if you bear the responsibility for doing success or failure, it can be tough if you know what you're supposed to do and you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And then you feel that. That's what, that's what it should be. Because then you have a choice at that point to, to. Which is why I don't think you should make a huge business plan because you're going to feel that and you're going to feel it as failure. Yeah. That's a great reason not to build a, a, a too complicated and then Plan. some people, that, that's it, that's it. They feel that, oh, I failed. And I like to fail forward, mm-hmm. but that was a learned skill. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't born failing forward. Yeah, and that's, so. but that's a good habit. And so, you know, we'll say here, you know, ship everything imperfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard Simon Sinek say that once on an interview. Ship it, ship it imperfectly. In other words, if, if, if your lead generation activity isn't perfect, but you were getting business from it, keep doing that. Keep doing it until you have a chance to... We can reflect okay. and, and refine as we go, but yeah, just just uh, go out and um, and meet people because that's the business. And it's okay to make little mistakes like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're a human being, and people like to see that. Absolutely, you're an authentic person. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to this talk on business planning. If you have any questions about your business plan for 2017, feel free to give me a call. My cell number is 303-709-8778. Again, my name is Keelan McKamey. I'm the managing broker of Peak Realty, and I hope you have a great holiday and a great rest of your year. Thank you so much.